Hey, welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. My name is Tim Price, and I'm so thankful to have you here today as we engage in this episode. I want to talk a little bit about comparison, and the title is basically Stop Comparing. Most worship leaders technically know that comparing our ministries with others is not good, nor is it holy, but it's not easy to break the habit. So in this episode, I want to share just a few thoughts about this topic. Welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage worship leaders and teams in practical components of local church leadership. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it's helpful for you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at worshipleadertoolbox.com, and we'd also be honored to have you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Heading now to today's episode with Tim Price. All right, it's so good to have you here on the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, and we want to talk about this issue that so often faces worship leaders about comparing our ministries or our lives to other people that we see or engage with, especially in this upfront and easily highlightable world of worship music, if highlightable is a word. We often find ourselves in the midst of seeing what others are doing. It plays out right in front of us on videos and on social media, and other places, we see what they're doing, what they can do, or we hear what they plan to do. And no matter the size of your church, there's always going to be someone who is making things seem bigger and better. And you can even think to the largest possible church that you can imagine. Even they look around and think, wouldn't it be great if we could do this? In one sense, we want the worship of Jesus to be as big as and great as it can be. But on the other side, we know that the church, an organization with a capital C, we're all on the same team. So we are making a difference together. So the issue remains, how do worship leaders tamp down the thoughts and feelings that arise when we watch friends and other leaders crank up amazing things in their churches? What if we could train our hearts and minds to stop comparing and basically start seeking completion in our lives in Christ. This comes from a well-known verse that I read this morning, wanted to share it on this podcast. It's got a word for us as worship leaders, especially when we're tempted to compare. From Philippians 1.6, He who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now we could put that in our collective group. He who started a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So here are a few thoughts about comparing. Number one, one way to stop comparing is to use that energy to celebrate. We want to celebrate with our teams. One ingredient of really vibrant and relational and connected teams is that they celebrate that they enjoy life together, and they mark milestones together. So at every turn, one key to enjoying the ministry you are part of is deep-rooted relationships that begin with being thankful. We celebrate when new people come onto our team. We celebrate when things go well. We celebrate our effective ministry when things have worked out great for some weekend or some big program. We celebrate and highlight the things in the lives of people around us. 
We can celebrate each Sunday. There's only 52 of them a year, so everyone is worthy of celebrating. You can celebrate what you accomplished during meetings. We'll often get together as a worship team and we'll kind of just mention, so what have we done in the last three months? What's happened in the last year? Where were we and where are we now? Those are the things that we can celebrate. And if we are going to celebrate with our team, then we are building a culture of enjoying our people, enjoying the success of our ministry, and helping people to stay motivated and inspired to continue on serving together, making a difference in the church. We often do this in a practical way through a small Facebook group we have for all our tech people and all our worship band people. And every once in a while, um, we'll post pictures from the breakfast somebody made on Sunday morning for us or the new person that was going to join us that week or some fun picture of just the worship setting or the the stage set that week or, or whatever the case is, we put it on there and people will comment or talk or just banter a little bit about whatever it was on the Facebook page. And so that's one simple way. Another way is just to remember that you can look around and find great things about your ministry. When you're taking that energy and comparing your ministry to others and feeling badly because you haven't gotten to a certain point, then that's going to just kind of work in reverse. When you celebrate things, you start being grateful for where you are and who and what you have as a ministry. So that's number one. Number two, remember who is at work and whose work it is. Based on this verse, he who began a good work in us. Jesus owns the church. We owe our lives to Jesus, and it is a privilege to us to be able to be stewards of the ministry. And he began this good work in us, and he is the one that is continuing it on and inviting us to step into it and live out our calling and ministry. But ministry truly is a byproduct of your life with Christ. It's not your identity. That's not easy to come up with or to make that happen on an everyday basis. I struggle with that at times. The longer you seem to be in ministry, the more often that you and other people around you kind of put you in that mold, like that's your life. But truly, your life is you encountered Christ and you understand the freedom now that comes from his grace and mercy, salvation of your soul. And the ministry you do should be as excellent as possible. It should be as fun as possible and and as rewarding and as um, use your gifts in all the ways. But the ministry is an outpouring of your encounter and life-changing transformation in Jesus. And so if you stopped your ministry role, that doesn't change too much. You still have Jesus. So this kingdom mindset is really interesting because there are important players on every turf, at every angle, in every corner of the world. And by comparing, you're second-guessing the awesome work that God is doing in them. The people that you serve have you. And if all you're doing is sitting around thinking, oh, I wish I had this or I wish I had that, then you're not going to be able to get very far in your ministry. So we use our energy to celebrate and we remember who it is, who is at work and whose work it is. So that's an important way to remember not to get stuck in the comparison game. So We want to go to this third idea, also from this verse. We want to look ahead to that day. I find that looking ahead to the day of Christ Jesus sets a level playing field for every believer. We're trusting in his promise 
that his spirit is here among us and that he will one day return and it will be a new day. And the only thing that will matter is Jesus saying, were you faithful? Were you faithful with what I gave you, what and who you had and the ministry that you were living into? And I think about heaven and the fact that though there is a pretty big difference between Elevation Church Band and Bethel Music and all the people on the radio, and sometimes our music that we pull off when we're doing a camp somewhere or a youth retreat. Have you ever thought about the fact that in heaven, everyone will be singing the same song and it will be that beautiful because everyone will be doing it. And so it doesn't matter how good your music is, although we want to be excellent. It doesn't really matter how many people you have in your team, although we want to include everybody who can. It doesn't really matter how much impact your ministry has based on production or budget or anything like that, although those things are important and it's by the grace of God. But here's the thing that matters, that we're looking ahead to that day that Christ Jesus is going to come again. And as we do that, it levels the playing field for all believers and all ministry leaders. We are all in the same work together. So that's three of them to uh, use your energy to celebrate. Remember who is at work to look ahead to that day from this awesome verse from Philippians. And then after this quick commercial, I'll just share one more thought about comparison. All right, we're back for this last thought about comparison. And I want to, before we get to this, just let you know that comparison isn't um, only you. Everybody seems to be in this world at times. It kind of sneaks up on us in the simplest of ways. When we're watching something or hearing about somebody's ministry or we're at a conference or whatever, and we just kind of begin to get a twinge that maybe we're not doing enough. Well, I know good things can come from observing other ministry leaders, and I am a really big fan of reading great books and being a part of those conferences and getting new ideas. And instead of slumping down in my chair, feeling like you'll never have that, sometimes I get that kind of mopey feeling. Here's a couple steps that you can take to begin to use encouragement over comparison. So you hear somebody speak and it blows your mind. One of the things you can do is to engage with them by encouraging them. One of the awesome things social media has done over the last few years is definitely equaled people out in terms of access. So if somebody has a Twitter account or an Instagram page or a Facebook page or whatever the um, thing is, LinkedIn, you can access them to some degree. So you can send an encouraging note to say you saw them speak or you read their book or you heard their ideas or you watched them lead. And that is going to allow you to have encouragement over comparison. So you can send encouraging notes to leaders. And believe it or not, even the leaders that we assume have everything together are struggling with insecurities that come with leadership and comparison. And I've read this in a number of books recently from high-profile current church leaders who uh, basically just admit that it's not easy and they deal with uh, self-esteem type things and they're dealing with how to you know overcome those insecurities. And so our encouragement is going to make a difference in their lives and in our lives. And so uh, find some of those people and do it. Encouragement is one practical step to squelching your comparing issues. And the same goes for your friends in ministry. When you have people sitting around for lunch 
eating a taco or a burger and talking about your church doing this or your church doing that. Be an audience for your friends. Don't just rattle off everything your church is doing. Uh, Ask them questions and be an audience. And when they say their church is doing this or that, don't try to one-up it. Just encourage them and say, that is really awesome. Allow the things you experience from ministries to encourage your own church and ministry team. Be inspired, grow, change, adapt, create. Work hard. I'm not saying that you should just sit back and stop comparing and, and never advance your own work. Be and do the best with what you can, with who you have, and what you have right now to be faithful in that small thing, and then God will begin to continue to do the work. I love that verse, Philippians 1.6. He who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Don't get sucked into comparison. You are God's child. You're his worker in his vineyard. And so enjoy it. Well, thanks for being a part of the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. And thank you for rating it and sharing it and uh, inviting other people to listen. Thanks for uh, going to our website and visiting blog posts or taking uh, accessing any of the free resources, worshipleadertoolbox.com. And I will see you next time. Hey, this is Ava again, and just wanted to tell you thanks for listening. We hope this has been helpful for you and your ministry, and if it has, we give God praise. Let's stay in touch through the website, worshipleadertoolbox.com. Until next time, keep lifting up the name of the Lord and leading your people well. Thank you.